The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of King Herod, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is the newborn King of the Jews? We saw his star at its rising and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it has been written through the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, since from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and do him homage. After their audience with the king, they set out. And behold, the star that they had seen at its rising preceded them until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star. And on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. The Gospel of the Lord. One thing is very clear. We have begun 2022. Happy New Year. 2021 was a tough climb. Many peaks and valleys, lights and shadows, but we made it. And I believe in a special way due to the protection offered us by St. Joseph. He quietly led us through the challenges. He was a guiding hand and he set a steady pace for us. And more importantly, he never left us alone. What will 2022 bring? When you look out into the horizon, don't be alarmed or afraid if you can't see anything. Just make sure you are holding on to the hands of the one who made you. They are experienced and steady. They are tender and merciful. They are strong and relentless, those hands that were crucified for you. Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and do him homage. Our ability to live in our world and navigate so many different realities especially those that stand up against our faith, can no doubt seem daunting. It is certainly not for the faint of heart 
to be Catholic today. As you know, I spend a great deal of time listening to people. It's one of those essential characteristics of the priesthood. I must be a bridge between God and man. You too are a bridge for many people to come to know and love Jesus. Together we can help each other open wide the doors of our church. Open wide the doors of our church. That everybody can find a home. The challenge we have is that much of our world is drowning in noise. There are so many people fighting for our attention. So the devil uses this to his advantage. He disguises himself amongst all the voices and people fail to recognize his as the bad one. What do the Magi teach us today? They were focused on the voice of God in their quest to find the newborn king. They knew Herod's request was not a sincere or genuine one. When you listen attentively and you are not drowning inside many loud voices, it's much easier to perceive the lies of this world. The king had deviant intentions attached to his innocent request, and the Magi knew it. The world and the devil can disguise evil intentions with sophisms that on the surface make sense to us. We become caught up in his lies when we hear things like, oh, it's not that bad. You're not harming anyone, just this one time. Everyone else is doing it. You'll be okay. No one will even know. And what's more, you deserve it. Understand this one principle. The devil is fighting for your soul. To be damned eternally, like him, misery loves company. And and then look at what the deviant king did. Not getting his way, he showed his true colors. He killed them all. All the males under two years old. So at the beginning of the year, we kind of have to look at the battleground and prepare ourselves. But then let's continue with the Magi. What else do they teach us? Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. Can we imagine them bowing low to enter into the stable? They knew they were in the presence of something so mysteriously divine and so far beyond their imagination. They were speechless as they laid their eyes on the baby and his parents. What is this before us? They simply took it in, speechless before the divine mystery. To arrive to this point, we need to rid ourselves of all the other voices buying for our attention. 
What would it take for me to discover true silence in my life? One year of meditating and contemplating St. Joseph should have revealed to us the importance of this obscure virtue, the virtue of keeping silence. What did the Magi discover when they arrived and possibly shared a meal with Joseph and Mary? Surely they experienced genuine love. There was an exquisite charity they received as guests inside that stable. Mary and Joseph did everything in their limited possibilities to make sure that these three felt right at home. Laughter, stories of their journey, how Mary and Joseph first met, the journey following the star that appeared and disappeared along the way. This kind of encounter is one we all need to create inside our own stables, where you are welcomed unconditionally for who you are. Their greatest gift wasn't gold, frankincense, and myrrh, though very beautiful and very symbolic. It was themselves, their personhood. When we arrive to someone's home with a gift, remember it's not the gift, but you who they want to spend time with. For us men, and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and became man. When the Magi returned home, a different route, to avoid the tyrant king, Surely they were singing, praising God, and lifting up prayers of gratitude. In the Nicene Creed that we just, that I just shared with you part of, that we recite every Sunday, maybe we need to really meditate on those words this time. With their own eyes they saw, with their own ears they heard, and with their own hands they touched the incarnate word, Jesus, who took the form of a baby. When we pray the creed, it would do us a great deal of good to be bowed down before a manger scene. When we pray the creed, there, on our knees, here are a couple of essential attitudes for us to work on this year. Gratitude. Ask God for the grace during this Mass to pray through the Creed with a deep sense of gratitude. These words have come down to me through the centuries. I have received them without any merit on my own to show for it. They are pure gift. Humility. Ask God for the grace to pray these words with a deep sense of humility. How small I am when placed up against these towering giants of my faith. Each idea expresses the inner workings of God. In my lifetime, I will never be able to pay God back for this gift. Foundational. Ask God for the grace to see in these lines the foundation stones of my life. If I base my decisions, hopes, and dreams on these words, 
nothing will get, nothing will destroy me. I will be able to weather all the storms that come my way and I will bring those around me to the rising sun of a new day. The Magi went in search of the Messiah. They discovered he was searching for them and us. Maybe you remember these words. I fled him down the nights and down the days. I fled him down the arches of the years. I fled him down the labyrinth ways of my own mind. And in the midst of tears I hid from him and under running laughter. The Hound of Heaven by Francis Thompson. They fled him. They searched for him. They found him. That's what we're doing today. But we realize when we get to this little stable, we realize he was looking for us all the time. So as we begin the most important part of Mass, the praying the creed and into the Eucharistic prayer, maybe there would be a time today you could go back over the creed or this week. And imagine yourself kneeling before a manger scene and stay there a time giving thanks. We unite ourselves with the Magi who come before the Lord bearing gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. In humility we pray. That the church, like the star of Epiphany, will draw the world to worship Jesus Christ, we pray to the Lord. That those who hold public office will imitate the goodness of God who secures true justice for the oppressed, we pray to the Lord. For our parish community, that we all keep Jesus as the center of our lives, we pray to the Lord. For those experiencing hardship, especially the homeless, that they receive compassion and help, we pray to the Lord. For the grace this week to surrender all selfish ways and follow the way who is Christ, we pray to the Lord. Today's Mass is being offered for Jean Mativi. We pray to the Lord. For those who are sick or infirm, and for their caregivers, that God in his mercy will draw close to them and raise them up, we pray to the Lord. For the repose of the souls of all the faithfully departed, that through our prayers and those of the Blessed Mary, Mother, they may join the saints in heaven. Eternal rest grant unto them. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. Loving Father, may every nation on earth adore you. Hear our petitions and draw us in union with the Blessed Virgin Mary, close to your Son, who is our Lord and Savior, now and forever. Amen.